Good morning, class. Good morning, Brother Keith. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to another uh, recording of Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit gets fed, where faith gets stronger, and where I learn how to be an overcomer. You need to hear more than one of these, more than two or three of these. Just like you need to eat more than one meal. You know, what if you only ate something one time and you said, that's it, I've eaten that. And you went to the cafeteria and you got your tray and you're going down and you go, oh, potatoes, had those back in 68. <laughs> well, before long, you're going to starve. Is that right? Because you need to eat the same things over again because uh, that food that nourished you then, that same food will nourish you Again, And that's how it is with the Word of God. Jesus said man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And so when you find something that really ministers to you, it really stirs you up, you want to listen to that again. And even though your head knows it and remembers part of it, it's still feeding your spirit over again and building you up on the inside. And so uh, faithschool.org you can go on the website and get all the previous uh, episodes, all the previous classes, no charge, won't cost you anything, and there are hundreds of them. And you can get so full of faith, you just scare the devil right out of your house. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for all of your goodness, all of your faithfulness, how gracious you are, how kind and good you are. Uh, show us your will and way today. Show us what pleases you and is good and right in your eyes for us. And we'll be glad to believe it, to receive it, to do it. Thank you for manifesting your goodness and word in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Would you look please again in Acts, the 28th chapter. Um, We've been studying for some time now, several classes, on the healing of Publius' father that's found in Acts uh, 28. And um, we saw that Paul and his company and total of 276 people escaped the shipwreck, wound up on this island of Malta, and um, Paul got bit by a poisonous viper. And he just shook it off and felt no harm. And so instantly, the people saw him with a different respect <laughs> on the island. And the governor of the island, the Bible said in verse 7, the chief man of the island, whose name was Publius, received us and lodged us three days courteously. Uh, now we know that Publius' father, who's in a real bad way, he's about to get healed. But Publius didn't know that when he invited them to come and stay at his home, when he took such wonderful care of them. 
we, we have no reason to think that Publius has heard about Jesus or uh, certainly not as a saved person or know anything about these things. Uh, this is an island, a little island, and in those days there would have been some traffic, you know, perhaps, but boy, you're, a lot of people lived and died and never went 15 miles away from where they were born. And, and so anyway, uh, he just is responding to what he views as somebody important and something significant and uh, invites Paul into his house and, and treats him and his company so graciously. And verse 8, it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and of a bloody flux to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. We talked about this some repeatedly because it is a central theme of this healing. Those that honor me, God said, I will honor. You remember when uh, Jesus used Peter's boat to preach off of? Mm -hmm. And as soon as he got through, what did he do? He said, launch out into the deep for a catch. Why? What's one got to do with the other? Lo the Lord is not a moocher. <laughs> He's not a user. He's not a sponge. You minister to him. Now, it's not that he's trying to pay you back. It's just that you sowed a seed and it's time to reap. Can you see this? Yes. And so Peter was gracious enough without any guarantee of anything. He didn't charge him. He didn't ask for anything. Yes, you can use my boat. And he used the boat and preached off, off of it. And uh, it, it took a while for that to happen. And immediately after that, Jesus turns around, service is over. He says, uh, all right, go launch out into the deep and cast your nets for a catch. Well, it wasn't the right time to fish. They had fished all night and hadn't caught anything already. They're tired. It's time to put up your equipment and go home and, and do all this stuff. And nevertheless, Peter said, okay, I'll do it because you said so. And man, they racked up. They, and, and all these fish are money. Money. Can you see respect? Sowing abundance. Amen. Come on, can you see that? Yes. That's the way God works. That's his will. That's his plan. And so here, the islanders welcome Paul and his company, build a fire for him, help him dry out, get some food for him. And then Publius invites Paul and his immediate company into his personal home and, and treats them uh, very graciously and courteously for these days. And in the midst of this, Paul finds out that published, uh, his father is sick, and he's got this, this impetus, this leading in him to minister to this man. That's how God is. You remember when the, uh, uh, the woman built on her house for the prophet of God in the Old Testament? You remember that? She and her husband built an addition onto their house, uh, a bedroom suite. Well, it costs money to build on your house then, just like it does now, right? And so at one point, after him coming and staying there a while, he calls his helper to him, and he said, what is to be done for this woman? She is, uh, she's, she's taken great care for us. And helped. what does she need? What does she want? Where is he getting that from? He's a messenger of God. He represents God. He's speaking on God's behalf. 
Do you remember that the Bible said that uh, when, when the Lord sent Peter to Cornelius' house, when he, he, he said to him, to Cornelius, an angel came and said, your prayers and your alms have come up for a memorial before God. And so sin for Peter. Can you see what's going on? You do not do things for God and him forget about it. You do not bless his people and take care of his people and that's the end of it. Ever. You do that and you keep doing it month after month and year after year. It's going to come up before God. Oh, come on. Can you see this? And, and he's going to say, what's to be done for them? He knows. And he will minister. You minister to his he will minister to yours. And so they ministered to Paul and his company. Next thing you know, Paul's in there praying for his daddy. That's just how it works. Not trying to pay back. It's just they opened the door. They honored it. And those that honor me, he said, I will honor. So he went in there. This man has this dysentery. He has this uh, awful condition. He's near death, high fever, probably in all likelihood, terribly dehydrated. He's hemorrhaging, can't keep anything on his stomach. People die from this to this day. We, 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 I read uh, earlier, uh, previous class, about uh, over a million a year dying from this thing right here now in these days. And so with the medical attention they didn't have back then, everything, this man was just, you know, he's hours or days from being dead. But he didn't die. Because uh, his son was hospitable <laughs> and showed respect. Come on, can you see this? Showed respect to God without trying to get anything out of anybody, just doing it. And uh, uh, Paul gets it on his heart when he hears about the man. And he goes in there and prays. And while he's praying, what's he praying about? He's praying about this. He's praying about published father. What this, what this situation is, what can be done about it. And he gets it in his heart to lay hands on the man. And so he reaches over and lay hands on him and ministers healing to him. And the man uh, obviously recovers miraculously, very quickly, very completely. And it just, a small island, it just goes like fire across the island. Everybody knew Publius is the main man. You could have called him the chieftain or he's the governor. He's the big guy on the island. And so people knew about his dad. No doubt they had done, he had to, Publius had the means. They had done everything they knew to do to try to help him. But he's dying and he's completely healed. Since when? <laughs> Yesterday? This went all over the island. And so what did it say next? It said, and so when this was done, others also which had diseases in the island came and were healed. Oh, we're having a healing meeting. Come on, can you see this? <laughs> the devil meant to kill Paul in that typhoon. Can you see that? But God spared him and got every one of them safe. The devil meant to kill Paul with that snake, even though he had uh, been spared from the shipwreck. But he just shook it off and felt no harm. And now 
they, if they'd have listened to God, they'd never been on this island. None of this would have ever come to pass. But in spite of the enemy being successful to mislead the captain of the ship, to get him in the storm for two weeks, to get him in the place to get snake bit, in spite of all that, they are having revival on the island. Is that right? Miracles are happening. Praise God. People look, aren't you listening to other translations about this? It said now, the NIV says, when this had happened, Publius father getting miraculously healed, the rest of the sick on the island came and were cured. The rest of the sick on the island. <laughs> I mean, are, are we to, to, to conclude that everybody on the island that was sick got healed? Could be the case. I mean, it happened in Jesus' time that everybody that touched him, is that right, was healed. And, and the, the scripture talked about Peter's shadow. Everybody, his shadow fell on in that place, got healed. The Amplified said, after this occurred, other people on the island that had diseases kept coming and were cured. The Weiss translation says, they came in a steady procession and were being healed. All at once, uh, there is a healing ministry ongoing on this island. They were there for three months. And so there's a steady stream of people. And I don't know if they had a lunch break and, and they said, Paul, they're lining up again outside. <laughs> what do you know Paul did? I mean, healing is important. But what's even more important? Salvation. Is that right? Believing on Jesus, who's the source of the healing, who's the cause, the reason for the healing. So you know what else was going on. Crowds gather, preachers preach. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crowds don't gather and preachers say, well, I forget about it. No. No. He is preaching the gospel to them, which is why the language is different. It says, Paul entered in and laid hands on Publius' father and healed him. The King James says he ministered healing to him. Nothing said about Publius' father's faith made him whole. He hadn't heard anything necessarily to get any faith from. But now, after this, people heard about it. They're coming. This describes week after week after week now. He's got opportunity. He's got time. You know, Paul did not sit on that island for three months. And not preach the gospel. <laughs> What's he doing? He is proclaiming the word of God. He is anointed to do it. And these folks are hearing. Well, you know, we heard about what happened to publish dad. You know, uh, can you minister to me? Can you minister to me? He said, yes, yes. Healing line at five. <laughs> but, but first, you got to hear about why there's healing. How uh, Publius' father got healed. It's because Jesus took our infirmities, bore our sicknesses, carried our pains, and by his stripes we are healed. He forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. How many think Paul could preach on that island? You, you, know, he, you know he could. You know he could. And he did. The Williams translation says it like this. And, and I, I, I believe it's... Uh, it's notable, he said, the rest of the sick people on the island kept coming to him and by degrees were cured. By degrees. He's a Greek scholar and, and he believes that's in the original words. 
by degrees. Well, we told you it's a different word for Paul healed versus they were healed. And it's interesting that at least two of the signs that follow believers is happening with Paul on this island at the same time. Is that right? He was bitten by a snake, poisonous stuff got in him, and it did not hurt him. And the rest of the verse goes on to say they'll lay hands on the sick, right? And they shall recover. Are these signs still supposed to follow believers today? Yes. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And so laying hands on the sick, notice the language. This is in Mark 16. Uh, They shall lay hands on the sick. And what's the rest of the verse say? They shall recover. Do you hear that word? Recover. That doesn't imply necessarily instantaneous, complete change. Recover means you begin to amend and get better and better and better. And that makes sense with what he said here. Uh, The rest of the sick people on the island, they kept coming to him. And this is week after week after week. He's preaching to them. They're hearing something whereby they can get faith. And he's probably laying hands on them too, but in a different way. Not just ministering to him by the gifts of the Spirit, but in response to their faith. And they are receiving, and they're not all necessarily just healed of all symptoms instantaneously, but they receive that healing power, and it starts working in their body, and they start getting better until they completely recover. Can, can you see that, folks? That, that's all in this passage. But now notice something else. It said that uh, verse 10, after that happened, these people also honored us with many honors. And when, they had, when we had departed, they laded us with such things as were necessary. And after three months, we departed in a ship of Alexandria, which had wintered in the isle. Not only did they come and were uh, receiving healing, but while they were there, and then especially when they went to leave, the people gave to them. And they gave generously to them. Let me read some other translations. The William says they honored us with many honors. Uh, the, the 20th century says they presented us with many gifts. Uh, the Moffat translation says they made us rich with presents. <laughs> now, you think about this. When they arrived on the beach... They got nothing, right, but the wet shirt on their back. They lost everything in the shipwreck, and they're there for three months. They need clothes. They need food. They need everything else, and then uh, they needed supplies to make it the rest of the way on the, on the ship uh, trip after three months to Rome, and it says they, they supplied all our needs, one translation says. They loaded us with provisions. This is how God works also, is if you're doing what he tells you to do, he is faithful to take care of you. He'll have provision lined out for you before you get to it and before you ever knew you were going to need it. That, that's what the term, the, his redemptive name, Jehovah Jireh, it literally means the Lord who sees. Now we've, we, we call it, well, it means the Lord who provides. It does. It's the same thing. You ever thought about the word provision? 
it means, it's two words, provision. Well, how's that meeting your needs? It is, provision is before seeing. God sees ahead what you need and provides the supply before, before you ever know you need it. They didn't know they were landing on this island. They didn't know. And, and if they listened to God, they never would have. But isn't it good to know, even if you miss it, or even if people around you miss it, and you wind up somewhere you shouldn't have been, or in a situation you shouldn't be dealing with, even still, God can take care of you. Hallelujah. He can do things more than one way. He can provide for you anywhere, in any circumstance. Come on, say it out loud, class. My God. My God. Can provide, for me, can provide for me, will provide for me, provide for me anywhere, anywhere, in any situation. In any situation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, look in Luke 8 while we're talking about this. And, and you see, this is something that's God's way of doing things. As far as ministries being supported, as far as children of God being provided for. With God, it's not only important that you are provided for, but it's important to Him who is involved in it, whose hands it comes through. Because there's reward and there's harvest for those that are used and those that are so. And so those who are involved in it uh, should be those that, in God's eyes, should get the reward, should get the harvest off of it. I'm telling you, it's just as important with Him who is involved, who He uses, as that the need is met. In uh, Luke 8, in verse 1, it says, uh, I'm reading the Amplified, it said, Jesus went through towns and villages preaching and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had been expelled, Joanna, the wife of Cusa, Herod's household manager, and Susanna, and many others. Say many others. Many others, many others who did what? They ministered, I'm reading the Amplified, they ministered to him, provided for him out of their property and their personal belongings. These are Jesus' financial partners, his faith partners. And uh, this was an ongoing thing, and it was people that had been healed and delivered in the ministry. Can you see that? And the people that had been healed and delivered there under Paul's preaching and ministry on the island, these people are bringing things, they're bringing gifts, they're bringing presents, and when it got time for them to leave, it said they loaded them. <laughs> they loaded them with everything they'd need for their trip, where their needs fully met and supplied. Can you see that? And who did it come through? It came through people who had received through the ministry, who had been blessed and ministered to. Now, do not misunderstand, they're not trying to pay for what they got. 
That's you got to make that differentiation because your salvation, your healing has been bought and paid for Amen. by the blood and body of the Lamb, uh, and it doesn't cost you or anybody you know a penny. Uh, God has already paid for it. You can't buy it. You can't pay for it. You, you couldn't come up with enough to, to pay for those kind of things. And you don't want to try. Don't try to pay for it. But if it has helped you, you want to get it to the next people. Yes. Is that right? Yes. You, and, and, and if God used this man or this woman or these people to minister it to you, you want to make sure they've got what they need to take it to the other folks and keep going and, and, and keep reaching, preaching this gospel to this generation. Right? So that's what's going on, and it's right. That when you are ministered to spiritually, then God will uh, again and again prompt you, will help them naturally to keep going and to keep doing this, to encourage them. That's what happened with Jesus. That's what happened with Paul. That's what happens still to this day. They loaded us with many honors. They showered us with gifts. They supplied all our needs. They provided everything we needed, one said. The other one, I like this one, Moffat said, they made us rich with presents. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. And that is the proper response. When you're saved, you got peace of mind. Your body's been healed. Your daddy's healed. Hallelujah. All these things have happened. No, you're not trying to pay for it. You know you can't. But you want to show your thankfulness. Yes. You, right? You want to exhibit that this word is valuable. Amen. This ministry is valuable. We want it supported. We want it sent around the world. Can you say amen? amen. And our time is up. Thank, thank the Lord we finally got Publius dad healed. We finally got there. But was it worth the trip? Do you, do you think? Said out loud, I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. I am strong in faith, giving glory to God. We'll see you next time back here in Faith School. I've sure enjoyed being with you again this week in Faith School. The Lord is sure showing us some good things from His Word. I want to thank everybody that's a partner with us. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. But by your faith and prayer and, and sowing seed into this, you're helping send it all around the world. Um, I was quickened with the thought about a scripture that says God ministers seed to the sower. I know there's been times, especially in, in past times, that I wanted to sow, but I didn't have seed to sow. The Bible says God will give you seed to sow. So I want to agree with you for that right now, not just to us, but wherever the Lord shows you. Uh, said out loud, Father, I ask for seed to sow. I lay hold of seed to sow. Bring it into my hands and show me where to put it and how to sow it, and I will gladly sow good seed into good ground. Praise God. I'm agreeing with you. Increase is headed your way. Now, when your seed comes, don't eat it. That'll be the end of it. <laughs> Recognize, uh-uh, I don't spend this on me. This is a seed. Sow it into your church or into a ministry that's helping you or, or wherever the Lord shows you, but then sow it gladly and realize that's not the end of it. Now comes a harvest. Hallelujah. 
thank you for being a part of this. And come back next week. There's a lot more to see concerning faith in God. We'll see you soon back here in Faith School. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.